Hello, Go ahead. and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this exciting D&D adventure. Joining me today, we have... Daniel. I'm Waffle, and I play <laughs> Tars. <laughs> no, guys, no, we're just... We're, we're setting our ways. We're doing it normally. You knew, knew that was going to happen. We fucked yep. it up. I yep. wasn't listening. Start over. <laughs> Joining me today, we have... Daniel playing Chad Fleek, and he will always be number one. Okay, all playing Desmond, who's not sure about this. Uh, I'm Zach, and I play Falrock, and I thought I was the number one on the ship because we had the captain, and I'm the number one. Chad, Chad is whatever. the first to name himself, and will always be first because it confuses him if he's not. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Anyways, I'm mad, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Head Navigator Tarajux Heiko. Right. So, as you may recall, last week we ended with taking uh, taking some time on our end to sit and plan things out so that you didn't have to listen to, like, 20 full minutes of just faffing around. So, um, the party has come up with... <laughs> They're going to listen to that anyways. Yeah. That's fair. Say. Uh, the party has come up with a schedule for what they'll be doing in Cloudtop, which we will get into after we have gotten a recap on the events of the last episode. Tears <laughs> from the deep. On <laughs> no, 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 we, we already did that. Forward, no. And the prophesied end of the era Cochrane people has come. No, Waffle, Waffle, you got to change it. We've already done that, the, oh. the 50s announcer voice. No, you're right. I have to... you got to do I, something I different. Don't, I mean, I don't it's the same, same arc, right? It's the yeah, same it, arc. It's the same Not... arc. Yeah. The same announcer voice, two episodes in a row? That's Once fine. upon a time in the magical land of Cloud Top. Oh, this is worse. No, go back. <laughs> no, Karen, no, you're right. Go back to the other. <laughs> uh, so Cloud Top is under attack by Earth Elementals. We're showed up. We're like, hey, we're going to kill all your Earth Elemental problems. And they're like, oh, we are birds. And they were indeed birds. No, they were never like we are birds. <laughs> they, in so many words. No. Um, they uh, they are a strong warrior people and they're um, communists. They they are apparently they're not, commu they're not also communist. warrior <laughs> communists with no sense of taxes, um, <laughs> which is weird because Ched still managed to commit tax evasion. Um, Boy howdy! And so, Terajux continue to suffer from illusions of grandeur and no, paranoia. Opposite. Oh, sorry. We okay, also paranoia, missed, yes. We missed the most important part. Uh, Tarajux did a swoop. I did. I he got did. the swoop. That was the, the one dice roll. Dice roll that is actually session. one thing that did happen. Yes. Ah, yes. I got the swoop. Oh, and we all got wings. Yeah. Temporary. And I've like, just been like well, swooping under bridges ever since. Which sucks because there's no bridges here. But like, Say, where, if there was a bridge, bridges. oh, if there was a bridge, I would swoop it. So, as a reminder to you, our beloved audience, they have approximately one week before Earth Elementals ravage this poor semi-defenseless Aarakocran. Semi-defenseless. Again, I would like to reiterate that they spend most of their free time preparing for incursions such as this. So there's. I a would lot like of... to reiterate that their enemy is rock, and they built their house on rock. Where would you build a house? In the sky! Where would you build a house that's physically possible to build a house? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> the the format for this episode is going to be um essentially each day we'll have two time slots and the party members will each be doing something during that time that will culminate in a dice roll that will be added to a total and this total will determine sort of the level of preparedness of Cloudtop when the attack finally comes. So, a little bit different from normal D&D format, I suppose, but it's better than, you know, having somebody roll to make rebar six times and failing five of them or whatever and then they don't have any rebar. It's it's a very presumptuous and my forging capability. I wasn't saying that you would be making the rebar. I was saying that rebar would be made. Okay. Um, anyway, this indicates that it's not so much a matter of success or failure as um, time Magnitude investment. of success. Yeah. Okay. So, day one. You have just been filled in by uh, Zeka, the chieftain of Cloudtop. And he is now kind of turning you loose to assist about the place as you will. Leyland Hill do? Creek, how do you assist? So I stroll, or I guess fly over to the uh, training grounds. Mm -hmm. And I just want to kind of observe for a few what I see with especially the, uh, the sling uh, warriors. Yeah, so... Essentially, it looks like there are there are two groups of Eric Cochran at each of the training fields. There are three training fields for our audience. Uh, as a reminder, these are kind of um, a series of small rock spires that are kind of leveled off at the top and arranged in the shape of a diamond without any kind of interconnecting materials between them. And there are several... So there are two groups of Eric Cochran... One group appears to be largely spread across the diamonds, and the other is kind of lined up and waiting next to one point. And one person, or one Eric Cochran from the second group, will step up to the point of the diamond with an oversized club, and then a member of the other group at the center will kind of throw a rock at this one as hard as possible, and they will attempt to hit it with their club. And this sends it soaring out over the training grounds where it will then start to fall between the mountains the Eric Cochran out back there try to retrieve it and bring it back and touch this first Eric Cochran that swung the club with it wait they're playing is, baseball that's baseball there we Why go make that connection last time yes no I, I I made the connection I just didn't say it I mean it sounds a little the bit the fact that they're also playing on diamonds I mean oh my god how did I miss that <laughs> So yeah, wow. it's they're so functionally playing know, baseball. Eric Cochran's better at baseball than any of us will ever be. Okay. Except so. that they're actually like the pitcher is attempting to hit the batter with the rock, and the batter is attempting to not get hit with the rock. Okay. And also everybody can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would argue that just makes them even better at baseball, but, yes. you know. Okay. So this this simulates the primary means of attack wherein Earth Elementals will throw rocks at you. And also okay. every ball is a fly ball. Every ball is a fly ball, yes. Thank you. <laughs> so that's what uh, you I see. Just, I just want to stroll on over and be like, so, who's got next? 
<laughs> um, two dozen bird eyes, or two you know, two dozen sets of eyes, all turn to you at once in kind of that abrupt bird-like head swivel motion. Um, and one of them says, "I, I mean, we're we do this as a as a team, as a squad. So, uh, whoever's next on the roster." Well, let's see if he can hit me. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> um, they they hand you a club and uh, show you where to stand, and the pitcher winds up and chucks a rock at your head. <laughs> All right. So, what am I rolling? Dexterity. For this, yes, you'll you'll make a dexterity saving throw, followed by just like a. I guess a regular Strength? attack. Oh. Okay. Dexterity. That's a total of 18. Yeah. Uh, so you don't get hit by the rock. Now make your attack to see if you can actually hit it. Uh, total of 6. <laughs> yeah. So you, um, you are momentarily, you know... There's a large rock hurtling at your head, and you duck out of the way, but you are definitely not prepared enough to, to hit it with this club and send it flying back. And there's, um, there's a sort of titter from both squads of Aarakocra. Looks like you're well, not quite ready to, uh, to join in these particular training maneuvers there. Goddamn. You also didn't hit me, though. That's true. And while you're still alive, the enemy is free to continue throwing more rocks at you. But if I hit the rock back, wouldn't they just throw another rock? Depends on if you manage to hit them in a vulnerable space. And where would that be? It varies. You have to kind of look for what looks most like a head, which can be just about anywhere on their body since they're made of rocks. Okay. Well, where's your where's your slingshot, guys? Because I think I might that might be my more area of expertise. They uh, point you over to the workshops here. Oh, well, why am I over here then? Because you <laughs> wanted to play baseball. Well, still didn't get hit. So, okay, you go over to the workshops, and indeed there is a section of like um, it's like an archery range, but for slings. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people. Eric Cochran up there, uh, practicing. Are they any good? Yeah, they're pretty good. They've been doing this for a long time. I just walk okay. up and I just kind of nudge one of them. I was like, have you ever considered a bow? It's hard to aim and fire a bow when you're flying. Ah, uh, well, that's fair. I feel like it would also be hard to keep a sling going, though. Yeah. One of their like, primary tactics in flight is to just fly over and drop things. Like, if you if you drop a grenade on somebody from a great height, you get both the clonk like, damage and the explosion. Little bombardiers. Yeah. But if you fire a siege crossbow with a lightning powder thing directly down on top of something, that also is very effective. Probably, if you can get it to work. All right, so I just want to try flying with my, my little wings and uh, try to aim at one of the targets and just shoot my, my regular crossbow while flying. Okay, make your attack. My attack? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
That's a total of nine. Yeah, no, it's you're very off balance with the wings, and your shot goes wide. Wait, was I supposed to make an attack roll or a dexterity? An attack yeah. roll. And one of them kind of pats you on the shoulder and is like, "Tell you what, why don't we help you uh, learn to manage those wings of yours, and uh, maybe th maybe that'll help you with some of your aiming issues here." Yeah, well, let's do that. That sounds great. Okay. Uh, so I want you to make a dexterity check for me, and this okay. will be the first kind of block of time for your day. That's a 22 total. Excellent. Let me just make a note of that. Um, okay, uh, who's next? Uh, I guess I believe Chad it is, if we're following the spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, so Chad is primarily going to be working on the platforms. Um and so he is going to be helping um, make the framing for the platform as well as gathering the materials for the concrete um, and creating the concrete, pouring it, you know, helping it, uh, getting it set, etc. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a, gosh, what do we want to add to this? Well, crafting used to be intelligence-based, but that's not a skill anymore. Well, if it's gathering first, then he's got to go around and scout for the materials, right? Yeah, let's Unless do... Unless already have them handy. Let's do wisdom. Okay. Perfect. Uh, that's a 24. Excellent. Uh, okay, so that'll be your... First block of time. Terajux. All right. Um, I think I'm going to use my first block of time aboard Teliferous. Okay. What will you do, be doing so, aboard Teliferous? I'll hop up, settle into the uh, the master controls here for movement, and I want to assist um, Ched and Falrock and just people in general with moving heavy freight around. So if there's like big stores of lightning dust that they need brought up to like high points for distribution or if there is ore that needs to be smelted or lumber that needs to be moved in mass quantities i am going to leverage the fact that we have a giant flying tree to do so uh okay sounds good go ahead and give me a i guess um let's do I don't know, what would you say flying? That's sort of a dexterity, probably, with proficiency? Yeah, because I was... Okay, perfect. Uh, I rolled a 19, so that is a total of 24. Excellent. Next is Desmond. What you doing? I wanted to <clears throat> work through the teliferous maneuvers with the air cock suck one into a turbine trying to fight like you know okay. side by side um you won't be able to do that with terajux using it as a as a cargo shuttle okay do you have an alternate plan for time slot one what else do i got oh well, can we practice um taking off and landing with the air cocker and then while he's doing that oh yeah that's that's easy peasy so we'll just you know, pretend Teliferous is an air aircraft carrier, and we'll practice takeoff and landing. Okay, uh, make a charisma 
check for me since you're you're kind of directing things here. Critical fail. <laughs> no, there's no critical failures here. Only natural ones. Uh, what's the total on that? Four. Perfect. So we're gonna splat some air Cochrane in this battle. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, Farrock, I assume you were at the forge since that's literally all you have written on the spreadsheet for like <laughs> the entire yep. week. Well, I see. I was trying to find uh, a good version of Iron Man where you can actually hear like the clanging at the start of it before the bass starts. Uh-huh. Um, I, I couldn't. Any of them that I find would just be a garbled mass on the recording. So, anyways, yeah, I'm gonna be forging the uh, the rebar that we're using to. Uh, Lock off the spires. Okay, make a strength check with proficiency. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that's going to be an 18. 18. Good. Okay, time slot two. You do all of the things that you said you were going to do. Desmond is trying to, like, shepherd um, Eric Cochran in and out of Teliferous while Terrajux is landing to offload stuff, and it's doesn't go very well. Um, the rest of you, Leyland, you feel much more balanced with your wings now after spending some time with the Eric Cochran, and you feel like you could probably fire your crossbow pretty well. Uh, okay. Terrajux, you move a lot of stuff. Ched, you have managed to scavenge up quite a few resources. Um, and Falrock, you are, of course, forging away. Time slot two, day one. All right. So I'm going to. Yeah, I was about to say. So, is there anything specific that we need to help these uh, these families and the elderly and the children with to that who were kind of moving to uh, safer grounds? Um, you don't particularly need to do anything special with them. Um, I'll have both of you make charisma checks. Um, and the Teliferous will be gone for the rest of the afternoon. I figure most of what we're doing is just like, they're trying to bring along their grand piano and stuff. We're just like, no, this is, this is a fight for survival. Yep. <laughs> um, is this just straight charisma or can I use persuasion? Just straight charisma. If they knew an orc, if, if they knew an orc raid was coming, we wouldn't have to worry about this crap. That's only a 10. <laughs> okay, 10 for Leolin. You can just tell, like, I'm helping them, but I'm kind of annoyed about it, too. <laughs> I'm over there, very patient, but, like, sometimes I get a little bit too graphic about what will happen if they stay. Yeah. <laughs> like, a little too graphic and a little too, like, wild-eyed, slight hush of awe in voice. And I've never dealt with Earth Elementals, so I'm just nodding along with, like, yeah, man, he knows what he's oh, talking I've about. I've never dealt with them like... either. I've just, like, <laughs> I have a great imagination, though. Like... I'm taking Storm Elementals, and I'm just making them Earth. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what they would do. And I'm just like, hey, could be orcs. Could be worse. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> all right. You managed to we'll herd all of the various refugee types the small children, the elderly, those who are not in fighting shape, and you put them on the Teliferous and you fly them off kind of to the edge of the mountains and drop them at a remote location. 
Um, just so are, are we even of... worried about them being protected at all? Or well, Basil and Ivy also get off Telephorus yeah. here, and they're like, we will make sure that they are taken care of. Do we have like a sending stone with them where they can be like, hey, yeah, you can, you can give them the sending stone. Okay. It's like, you, you well, never know. Now they can contact Angloria. Unless, oh, wait, no, I forgot that we have one that goes to the tree. Yeah, ship. no, the yeah. tree, you ha- they give them a sending stone that goes back to Teliferous. Right, right, okay. Uh, who's next? Ched, what are you up to for the afternoon here? Uh, Ched is going to take a break from scavenging um, slash gathering resources to mm-hmm. uh, visit his home and family. Aw, okay, we're going to have to actually roleplay this one. You, I'm sorry, you cut out what? Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to actually role play this one. Oh boy. Uh oh. So you return to your childhood home, which your childhood was like a year. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like a lifetime ago. I grew up so fast. Everything is just as you remember it. You're out on the um the like residential platform terrace area. Your family is not wealthy enough to have a manor home. And you are, you come inside and everything is just like you remember it. There's the, uh, the seed bowl out on the dining room table and the hat stand where your mother keeps her judiciary wig and your father keeps his military issue hat with a front brim. Um, and your mother is actually there in the kitchen preparing goat steaks for dinner for the evening oh great it was <laughs> yep all the details that i remembered and even the ones i did like the seed bowl yeah. <laughs> and my mother wearing a judiciary wig you know thought that was uh, i don't chad doesn't recall the wig but it's a nice touch look um some, after you some abandoned them things, things change true across you know. all universes okay yeah all judges wear okay She's not even a judge. Okay, okay. She's a magistrate. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a council position. It's look okay. We can just say it. she wears the wig at home because um, Papa Fleek really likes it. <laughs> it's God. look. It's part of the role play. Just let it happen. Okay. Well, Chad is not going to engage in his mother and father's role play. Um, they have an empty nest. Like, they're not expecting companies, so... They Chad doesn't waiting. know that. You don't know that. <laughs> they typically have more than one offspring. Oh, do they? Okay, I mean, that How makes sense. How do you sense. think they keep their numbers up? I don't know. Magic? Um, yes, magic. They just magically... The eggs just form out of thin air. <laughs> they're delivered by a stork. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Please no. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it happens. They, they come back from. Tarjuk never Sky. got to talk because he it, doesn't it have it a turns father. Out, it turns out <laughs> Eric Cochran's are just phoenixes without the fire. They go off to Sunset Sky to die and return to their egg forms and are brought back to the cloud top where they are reborn. Okay, that yeah. would be rad though. It would be rad, but that's not the fucking case. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're sidetracked here. You... Yes. Uh, hello, mother. Hello, father. These seeds and goat steaks, really, they're awesome. 
Uh, you know, <laughs> That's the first words when you enter the door. <laughs> your mom turns around you all. <laughs> and she gasps and like puts the, the knives down and she's like, there's, she regards you for a moment. There's a pause where you can see she's clearly debating between chastising you for leaving and giving you a hug. Uh-huh. And she ultimately settles on the hug and, you know, goes in close. Nice, Good. Nice maternal embrace. Good. Yeah, that's a lot better than being chastised. Sure. He's like, we were so worried about you. What, what were you thinking just going off like that? Wait, did you say he? Was that my... We, we were oh, so we. worried. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said he said that. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we we've had this talk before like this isn't this isn't our first rodeo okay um i've been trying to leave since i could fly uh it's it's just not natural for our people to stay in one place we have this urge to go to leave to fly um and the only thing that keeps us here is is rule is is law which you know you know very well um but that I I need to learn for myself, or you know, shirk for myself. I. God, I wish Tarjux was here too. <laughs> <laughs> this is just this is just the plot to Moana, but bird form. Yeah, I had to, I had to leave. I couldn't stay on this island. Uh, some natural spirit from beyond the the homeland called to me and pulled me from. From this this earth and yeah, you gotta uh, go. Peak. Gotta go give back the heart of the hatchling. And- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm go hatchling blood, you know. She like straightens out some of your pin feathers, and she's oh. like, "Ched, you know Aww. perfectly well that we're we're here and we stay here because it's the safest place for us." Yeah, well, um, maybe I just wasn't born with the same instinct for survival that you guys are or instinct for being cooped up in a, a the same fucking nest the same language the same home, the young house. man <laughs> oh, good bird oh, pun i'm an adult i'm an i'm an adult <laughs> you may be an adult but you're still my little hatchling Ted has probably learned like really little really hatchling might not be the best word. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm more of a hatchling than you know. Oh god! <laughs> but it's like he's also learned uh, swear words from Desmond. So like, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like whoa, whoa, the kind whoa, of swears whoa, that don't whoa. translate into Eric Cochran because they just. They can't even conceive of being that profane. Like, no, and they're largely uses, nautical like, based. Weird, weird word, sailor words. You just usually use bad naughty words. Like <laughs> bad naughty. Yeah, it's sailor words. talk. He just says just things like, "Oh, salt and brine." Uh, Mizzen mast. You, you, you crusty sail. Splanch. You... <laughs> I'll kick you on your starboard. <laughs> yeah, he's learned swear words from Desmond, but they're not swear words, and he doesn't know how to use them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's this is not a discussion that Ched has not had before. This is nothing new. Um, so it's a lot of the a lot of the same, and it it, it finally was just something that that pushed him uh, over the edge, and you know forced him to leave. Indeed. 
and she's like, well, you're back now, and we can have a nice dinner as a family again. Your father should be back from training soon. Oh, it's oh, good boy. to have you home. And she goes back to the goat steaks. And so, tell me about your travels. Yeah, so they're not over yet. Um, just, so <laughs> the, that's clear. I'm just back for the holidays. The, I'm yeah, only the back... knife. The knife pauses for a minute before she gets back to slicing up oh, the steaks. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm back for the war and all. You know, as opposed to leaving for the war, I came home. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Here at the Alchemist Club, we live to subvert your expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the home front. Uh, yeah, so once, I mean, once, uh, assuming that, and I, I don't want to be pessimistic, but assuming we all live, um, assuming I live, I'm going back out there to continue living my life. Hmm. I suppose there isn't really much we can do to stop you or convince you to stay. Well, I mean... Yeah, they, I'll eventually have to come back because I mean, let's let's be honest. Like, the 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 urge to leave the homeland is great, but the you know the urge to carry on the species is also the urge to procreate. Yeah, yeah, she she continues. She's like, by the way, you know, um, your friend Era has oh. beautiful plumage now. No, stop. Oh, I'm gonna tease Stop. Okay. The end of discussion. We're gonna we're gonna sit in silence until Dad comes home, or I'm gonna go whittle something. And then with divine timing. Yeah. Oh, hey, pops. Your father comes in the door. He's wearing his, uh, like I said, army issue. You know, front visor hat with uh, his rank insignia on it. He's got his uniform. Um, he says, "Ched, you're back." How Yay. how are the lands below? And he like winks at you behind your mom's back. He's like secretly jealous that I left. <laughs> uh, uh, they uh, they have been more surprising and tumultuous and wonderful and scary and uh, you know more than I could ever have imagined. Well, that sounds like quite the tale. You'll have to tell us all about it over dinner. Is that goat steak you're making, honey? You know I love your goat steaks. And it's like a big sniff. My favorite. <laughs> it's got a nice honey rub. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you, Ched, would like to address here? Or can we, can we close with a nice family dinner? That's fine. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Nice and wholesome. Family. Uh, Desmond. What's it all about? What are you doing for the afternoon of day one without the Teliferous present? And well, we're going we're gonna to pick up if, the pace a little bit here. If Falrock wants to work on my holy symbol, we can do that. Or I can set up the first aid station that I wanted to set up. Okay. Uh, Falrock, do you wish to help Desmond with his holy symbol? Wait, so what... What you need for the holy symbol? I don't want to slow us down too much, but are these first aid stations just like... Are are they just drinking fountains with health potion <laughs> fluid coming out of them, or? You no, know, it's Desmond's uh, first aid station. Is he draws a little red cross on a sign and then wears it around his neck? Yeah, pretty much. It's in the tent. It's empty. It's got a cross on it. Okay. I think you need to have a, like a stack of punch cards at the entrance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna steal them all. <laughs> Didn't want to get us off on too big a tangent. But you're so close to your free sub, though. <laughs> okay. Falrock slash Desmond. Sure. All right. I'll, I'll help. I, what do you need? Okay. 
So I hand him this jug of water, and it's like, this is a little out of your area, but we're going to see if we can make this work. I need this magic pure water turned into ice that will never melt in the shape of Aquila um, on like a coin looking thing held by a fing- held by a hand giving a middle finger and like a little loop through the middle finger that that's how I'll hold it. <laughs> um. Oh boy, I can't wait for the fan out of this. Rock, excuse hold me, what? the jug of water for a second. And then says, ice. Yes. That'll never melt. That'll never melt. You realize I am entirely the wrong person. <laughs> uh-huh. But we're going to do it anyway. I can't. Tessman, I can't do this. I can. You just got to show me. What, what is there to show? <laughs> I take your towel and I put it around my shoulders and I start jumping up and down. Tessman, <laughs> I... All right. Montage. So you're like doing jumping? Okay, you're getting ready for, yeah, Rocky Montage. <laughs> okay. Um, Let me think about this I for a second. I don't know what to do with this. He's trying, <laughs> he wants you to help him craft it because he can make it into Never Ice something, right? Yeah, I'm the one that can shape the water. Yeah. But I need his craftsmanship in order to actually make it work. Basically. Okay. I want a wisdom check from Desmond and I want a Ooh. an intelligence check from Falrock. Wow. So did, does he just like make the um I just chill a little. That's a 23. I rolled a 19. Well no, I think you you craft like you etch into some stone or something the the face of this coin and then he puts wa- the water into it and freezes it. Okay. Balrock just does the thing he does when he gets warm, except in reverse. I was this actually is... thinking about doing that, but Desmond can definitely make Never Melt Ice without help. Okay. That's that's a nine. Okay. So, Desmond, what you have is a chunk of Never Melt Ice that could, if you squint at it, resemble <laughs> a hand flipping somebody off. Yeah. Holding a coin with... Like, the only actually distinct and visual thing on there that you can see at a glance is intentional is the holy symbol of Aquila. That's yeah. fine. Was That's actually... completely fine. <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> he knows that part. The rest yep. of it. <laughs> and I like, right, we... I, I imagine Desmond has, like, drawings. Oh, yeah. No, he's been prototyping this, I'm sure. <laughs> and that is part of... Part of the reason it's hard to figure out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you've produced a holy symbol, and that accounts for everybody for day one. Day two. And we're, we're just going to book it here. Tell me what you want to do. Roll the dice Beautiful for it, and then we will. I'll do a wrap-up description at the end of the day. Okay. I'm going to continue training with my, uh, with my crossbow while flying. Okay. Uh, dexterity check. That is a total 21. Excellent. And you actually see that there are, there are now Eric Cochran kind of like joining you and sort of flying information with you and trying to shoot, um, slings alongside. Am I going to have like my little like fleet? The elf guard? Yes. (laughs) Ched, day two, morning. 
Um, more platform creation slash prep work. Okay. Are you still gathering, or are you actually beginning the crafting process? I don't know. You tell me how how much how much have myself and the Eric Cochran's gathered and Teliferous. Well, you've, what? Teliferous was used to move stuff around. Ched and his his uh, team of friends were actually like out gathering. Yeah, they, they other found resources. the stuff and then Teliferous brought it back. Okay. Um, right. So you are you have you have enough probably to cover the spires and the town square area if you wanted but, to do more um platform fence work sort of things you would probably like to cover other stuff you would have to go get more what what about making just the platforms themselves yeah you could do that you've got you've got plenty of well, resources I mean, like you, you, you wait I, i'm confused are you you're saying i have enough to cover the spires like to these structures but not enough to make the standalone platforms north of there or wherever we're putting them oh no i misunderstood what you're doing yeah so you have enough resources to cover sort of one training ground area okay we probably want more than one so we're gonna gather more until we have enough for two okay uh make another wisdom saving throw or not saving throw. wow 24 24. Ooh. Very good. Everybody's doing well except Desmond here. <laughs> okay, you come back with enough resources for a second training ground covering platform. Terrajux, oh what will you right. be doing? In between swooping and generally enjoying life among birds, uh, I am going to sit down at the weapons pod of, of Teliferous for the first time. Uh huh. And I am going to engage weaponry. Okay, make a and ranged attack. Pew. Do I have proficiency with this? I always forget if we... Yes. Okay. Oh, we can see what it is. It's uh, dexterity, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm glad I'm pointing this away from people, because that is uh, only a seven. Okay, there, the, um, the crystals suspended in the, the branches of Teliferous all start to crackle and charge and then it's you kind of it's kind of like a camera flashbulb of lightning Ooh. it covers a great deal of area but it doesn't reach very far and Ooh. you're not sure if that's because you were unable to like use the weapons properly or if that's the full effect okay interesting well i'm going to be doing that all day so okay Make a, just, yeah, another dexterity check. Okay. Uh, that is a six. Boy, howdy. Yeah, so after after a few tries, you manage to dial in that you can actually adjust the, like, the focus of the... Oh, like the cone? Yeah. I can choke it? Yeah. So you can go anywhere from, like, a, a lightning beam to kind of the flashbulb short range, and the range does okay. increase as you tighten it. Neat. Um, that said, your practice is like, you don't, you still don't feel very comfortable on the weapon system. Oh yeah. I'm mostly just having fun. Yeah. Uh, Desmond day two morning. Can I use this time to work with maneuvers with the air Cochran while he's firing guns? Yes. As long as you keep like, as long as Terrajux is not firing weapons into the village. 
Yeah, yeah the, I'm always targeting like far, world. far away. Sure. Then yes. Okay, that's what I want to do. Make a dexterity check. Dexterity. Twelve. That's better. I got a twenty-three the last time. We're good. <laughs> yeah, but that was a personal effect. That didn't actually contribute to the readiness of Cloudtop at all. That's true. But the best thing Cloudtop can do is have me ready to fight. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Great. sure. Um, Falrock, morning, day two. I'm in the forge. Just getting in the groove, making some bars. Uh, and that is a total of 20. Okay. Uh, you have probably enough rebar to cover most of the spires in town now. Wow, really? Okay. You should add like some hooks onto them, like like really make it gnarly <laughs> if they try to like wiggle past. Yeah, and iron bars are not exactly delicate forge work. Yeah, it's not yeah. hard. It's just a lot. Um, I guess I can start working on other stuff in the forge then but more metal traps i guess mm -hmm. traps are um we talked about like barricades or shields that we could like plant on the platforms to give us cover mm -hmm. from rocks yeah 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 that'd be good okay uh so day two afternoon Leyland. Leyland. um yep sorry um so i want to start working on so First of all, I wanted to see if any of the the Aarakocran, are there any that seem really advanced that might, like maybe I give them my crossbow to just try before I start building them? Sure, yeah. They fire it and it just breaks every hollow bone in their body. <laughs> He's not giving them well, the, not the siege crossbow. Oh, okay. No. no, I've got my, I've got the ones that I dual, I've got my dual wield. Yeah, one. I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah, that yeah. you I can't forgot. fly with the siege crossbow. No, no, I wasn't. No, I was shooting my my smaller ones. That's yeah. Twitter talk. Um. Yeah. So there are there are a handful of Eric Cochran who, and I'll actually make a roll for this one because I want to roll dice too. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's like maybe ten or twelve that show particular proficiency with, um, with the crossbow. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna go about starting to to build some just just you know some just plain old wooden ones. Okay. That... Make an intelligence there. check. All right. 17. Yeah. So you managed to produce, um, let's say, five crossbows over okay. over the course of the afternoon. That's probably way too short of a time for like actual crossbow making, but huh. I'm not a weaponsmith. <sighs> Ched, day two afternoon. Well, I'm yeah. sure I have, like, Fall Rock check him out, too, and make sure. Come, come at him, uh, crossbow craftsman. <laughs> at him. At the Alchemist Club. Do it. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to make more platforms. <laughs> uh, we got enough stuff to make um, two platforms now? Yes. Maybe three? Two. Uh, how long would it take to actually create the platforms and give them enough time to set? That would probably... You'd probably need a whole day for that. Wait, to make them and set? Yes. Get them to set? Okay, well, we could spend another day uh, gathering materials. Okay. Give me the wisdom check yet again. Oh boy, here we go. Wow, nat 20. I don't know what's going on. What's the, what's the total? 
Yes. You're just extra motivated to save your home. Yeah. Um, so you have enough. <laughs> you have enough now to make platforms for all three training grounds easy. Ooh. Probably some to spare. Desmond, day two, afternoon. <clears throat> I totally skipped Terrajex, but I assume he's just on the guns again. Same thing. Guns, guns, guns. Yeah. Make yeah. your dexterity I, check. I, I already did two, didn't I? Make another one. Third. The first one was to to aim the weapon. Oh, that was an yeah, actual yeah. weapon attack. 17. That's better. Okay, I always want to do the same thing, too, but I have a question. Yeah. When I take complete control of the Teliferous, is that something that I can, like, practice to, like, get better at? Or is it just going to slowly deteriorate my brain? You <laughs> you honestly don't know. Both. Yeah, it could be both. We might try that later, but I'm just going to continue to do more of the same. Can I? I mean, I could just teach Desmond how to use the navigation console. No, no. Four. Uh, Falrock. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I guess, assist with crossbows. Um, double check them, make sure that, like, I guess that the arms of the crossbows are sufficiently sturdy so they don't snap their housings or, like, yeah, I don't know, break. And, and part of part of this is also teaching the Eric Crocker and crafts masters how to make them. Yeah, yeah. Set up molds and stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. What do I need to roll? Intelligence, please. Uh, that's an 11. Cool. Okay. Uh, night sets on day two. You guys have made some pretty, pretty good preparation work here. Uh, they are, like, they're trading out your wings every night before you kind of retire yeah. for the day they'll take your wax wings the next morning they show up with a new set to make sure that you don't just like plummet off of a platform <laughs> yeah. yeah okay day three day three morning Leolin. okay um typical morning routine to train train the archers and work on it myself okay uh charisma this time since you're actually training people in the art of the crossbow all right Total 12. Shiny. I'm glad you guys aren't just getting like flat 22s across the board like I originally <laughs> yeah. thought. Every time you say charisma, I can't roll. I know. That's part, part no. of my And I only get a plus one. So. Okay. Uh, Chad. Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming the actual creation of the, the platforms, uh, you know, carrying, lugging around all this wet concrete or at least the materials for it is going to be strength-based. So, um, don't worry, guys. The failures are incoming for Chad. You could do strength uh, or constitution. I get, what? Am I, uh, at least my con's not negative. Uh, is okay. that what you'll be doing with the day, is just platform creation? Yes. Okay. So what should I roll? Constitution or strength? Yes. That was an or. Your choice. Oh. Well, I, I have I have a hunch as to which you'll pick. <laughs> um, uh, it's not really a thinker. Uh, Twelve. Okay, you managed to get one platform, um, and this is this will be like a whole day activity. You managed to get one platform set up and um, starting to solidify. Uh, Terjex. So early in the morning, I want to fly up to one of these mountain peaks 
and I am sitting cross-legged atop like a flat rock, eyes closed, hair billowing in the wind, and I want to expand my awareness and just see what the wind has to say. And like if there if any revelations come to me or if I glean any secrets or insights into the wind or Teliferous or this conflict or anything. I'm just sort of like I want to see what the wind brings me. Okay. Make your concentration check. Gladly. Uh, that is going to be a total of uh, 15. Okay. So you you settle your mind and you tune into the, the eddies and flows of the wind as you are practiced in doing at this point. And you start to hear kind of streams of conversation coming in on the wind. Most of it is largely Eric Cochran that you don't understand. There's a lot of concerned tones of voices that float past you. Um, As you continue to sit and listen, you start to hear some common mixed in from other sources. Um, People talking about sort of how the crops are growing, um, information on, or, you know, just, like, conversation. And eventually you kind of, you get the impression that you're starting to kind of tune into Jux, FM Jux radio. (laughs) Um, You can hear sounds of the city, the big city, the capital. Wow, so this thing has some range to it. You might be sitting in a good airstream, you're not sure. Wow, okay, cool. Um, if nothing yeah, else, like, that's an interesting result. You get things like, I'll pay you 30 silver for this job, not a not a single copper more. Right. Um, you hear a soldier shouting, or like a sergeant shouting orders at his uh, platoon of privates, you know, scrub, scrub those privies faster, boys. Yeah, um, okay. We'll be ready for launch in... Right on schedule, sir. No worries about that. Everything is proceeding according to plan. Um, just like bits and Pull bobs. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, well, that's. I mean, that's all I'm doing for the morning. So. Okay. Like that. That goes on for a while. <laughs> yeah. Desmond. We at the morning again. Yes, day three morning. I would like to spend the entire day practicing. Practicing what? Taking mental control of the ship. Okay. Like, but the whole day though, so I don't have to like, like do it a whole bunch all in like one go. I can sure. spread it out a little bit. So make me a, make me a wisdom, an intelligence, and a charisma check. Okay, wisdom. Wisdom is eight. Intelligence is sixteen. Charisma is five. Okay, it's it's pretty rough. The experience yeah. is very taxing and draining, and um, you definitely like by the end of the day, you you have a nosebleed, yeah, from the sort of mental strain of trying to command the entire tree ship on and off for for a day. But you do is feel there a way I can like mentally block out some of that to where I can like take care, like take control of like two or three at a time and like ignore the other ones. Or sure, with your with your intelligence check, you are able to 
you can like pare down unnecessary subsystems. Like you manage to kind of shut off mental feedback from the upgrade forge, um, okay. stuff like that. And it okay. does get a little easier by the end of the day, but it's still like you are it's out of commission. Yeah, yeah like sunset. it's still a, like a emergency thing only, but it but it's getting easier. That's that's what I'm wanting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Falrock, what are you up to for day three? So if we have enough of the uh, rebar made for most of the platforms, I'm going to start helping put those in. Okay. Get those in place as soon as possible in case there's any problems or anything needs to be remade. So, Go ahead and make strength check for me. Okay. Uh, yikes. Two. Two. Excellent. Yeah. We're rolling super great tonight. Plus zero to strength. You've actually, I mean, so your rolls have, for this particular experience, have either been really good or very poor. Yeah, <laughs> there's no in between. Yeah, but I mean, it averages out, so. Yeah, so. We're done in the afternoon. You spend the morning just like helping Eric Cochran. So they've been taking the rebar and kind of ferrying it away to the spires and hammering yeah. it in per your detailed plan. And you go on and help them out with that during the morning. Uh, day three afternoon, Leyland. Well, we basically got the families evacuated, right? Yes. So we don't really need to do anything else with that. Um, so how's it going with the... Could I help speed up the process with the platforms that Ched's doing? You can, you can assist him with those, but you can't really make concrete set any faster. Right, yeah. Um... Well, I guess I'm just going to do some more training because probably going to need it. So, okay, um, is this personal training or are you teaching? Uh, teaching. Okay, charisma again, please. Okay, twelve again. Perfect. Um, Ched is doing the all day thing. Terajax, what are you doing in the afternoon? All right, so I'm going to go around this entire valley. Uh, charting the wind flow, okay. which is basically standing around and getting a feel for things. But the way this is going to work is I want to see if it's possible for me to set up one of those uh, wind sail rituals from the sandpiper in such a way that it improves the airflow conditions of the valley. This might be like creating updraft areas where aerocochrans can float instead of having to flap all the time while they're aiming shots or like deadening any weird vortices in particular areas that make it hard to fly like i'm trying to make a maximum amount of air superiority here so it's like very easy for them to get around maybe there are like jet streams moving through so they can transit easily from one end to the other i'm just a lot of this is like half me going by feel half me trying to apply like glider training to uh, almost glider training in reverse where it's like as a glider pilot I know what like airflow structures to avoid or like what geological formations create them yeah. and I'm trying to sort of work in reverse and like okay how could I interrupt that or change it to a favorable one using wind magic yeah uh, go ahead and make a charisma check for me cool cool uh, crit uh, which is a total of 25. 25. Okay, yeah. So you you spend, like, the early part of the afternoon kind of 
feeling out all the different airstreams in Cloudtop Valley. And then you spend the rest of the day sort of tweaking it with your your sorceress magics. Um, and you definitely feel like there's been an improvement in, like, it's much more efficient and yes. um, an easy easy to move around cloud top now. Yeah. And I'm sort of envisioning this, like, these rituals are, as I understand it, they're sort of like static points that affect the wind or like create airstreams. Yeah. So if necessary, I'm sort of going around and setting up like four or five of those. So I can just dash between them, start the ritual. And then for, for the remainder of the battle, these sort of ideal conditions will prevail. Yeah. That seems totally reasonable. Perfect. Uh, okay. Desmond is doing an all day thing. Falrock, what are you doing day three afternoon? Yeah, I'm just going to keep trying to help them put stuff in place because I feel like I kind of bungled the last one. But I want to... Basically, I'm trying to get this done as soon as possible in case there's anything else. I, I'll probably make some shielding on the next couple days, but like I want to make sure that this main plan is good. So Okay. Uh, that is a 14 on intelligence. 14. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, so preparations are well underway, and it looks like the kind of rebar nets thing is its working out pretty well. They've gotten, at this point, most of the central pillar reinforced, or the central okay. town square area reinforced, um, and they've started work on the training grounds. Cool, cool. Day four, warning, Leolin. All right, um, I'm going to go back to my uh, own personal training, I guess. I mean, there's not really... I don't think there's really anywhere else I can help too much. I'm not going to be on the Tuliferous during all this, so I'm going to be managing this group. So, okay, uh, yeah, actually, not not sorry, not personal training, 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 my uh, squadron here. So. Okay, you know what to do. Yep. Oh, we went up a little bit. Hey. Sixteen. Sixteen. We're, right. we're, 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 we're learning each other's, you know, yeah, in, 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 in the ebbs and flows and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, Today is going to be another Teliferous Guns Training Day all day. Guns Training Day all day, every day. Go ahead. Yep. Make it's going to be terrifying for, like, the Air Cochrane Oh, children. yeah, it's just this endless thundering boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Just the entire day. Um. So first one is going to be an 18. Okay. And then second one is going to be a total of 20. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so you are now, like, with this, this practice, you are, you are all set on weapons. You are super good at aiming, firing, controlling the focus of the beam. Uh, Eric Cochran, like... Uh, military squads have started practicing sort of in the general vicinity so that they are accustomed to working with your these deafening explosions lightning blasts yeah um so that's good for any benefit to me using the lightning guns or is it just like now i have fine-tuned control it's more that now you you and the air cochran squads are able to fight more efficiently rather than okay disjointed i mean and yes now you are actually 
capable of using the guns properly. Neat. Desmond. Did we already put the iron spikes into place? It's an ongoing process. Okay. You can help out with that if you want. Yeah, I'm going to help put the iron spikes into the ground. Okay, uh, give me either strength or constitution. Uh, strength is minus one. Constitution's plus two. Ooh. Uh, 15. Constitution this whole time. <laughs> yeah, so they they basically have you sort of help ferry rebar around. Uh, a rugged sailor. I can handle it. And Falrock. Day four morning. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to start, uh, making some, like, did I skip Ched? Yes. Okay. I was just going to wait till the end. Okay. We'll get you after fall rock. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start making, cause I've seen the platforms that have gone up. I'll Mm -hmm. start making like metal shielding, I guess. Okay. Platforms. So I have a place to hide behind. Sounds good. Um, so yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll intelligence, or I guess strength, whichever would be more appropriate for this sort of smithing, with proficiency. Uh, okay, that's a nineteen with proficiency. Neat. Plus six, either one, it's the same roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chad, what are you doing for day four morning? Uh, more platform creation. Okay, go ahead and roll the dice. Mm, eight. Eight, delicious. Okay, so about midday on day four, Chet, you are you're up on the uh, up in the training areas working with the concrete. You've got your talons on the ground, and then you can feel a tremor beneath your feet. Oh, uh, every nobody else seems to notice it. You can just feel you personally can feel coming from the direction of the mine. You can sense that there is there is something coming up no why is it just okay so who is who's nearby uh actually we're gonna we're gonna cut there okay (laughs) (laughs) they are about to arrive uh and that has been an action-packed montage episode of the alchemist club um i have no idea if that was going to be any good to listen to but that's for you guys to decide i suppose I've been Joe, your dungeon master for this D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Play. Our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. And joining me today, we had... Daniel playing Chedfleek. Hey, all playing the prophecies don't take into account leap year, Desmond. <laughs> Zach and I play fall. When he come back after that, yeah, I'm Matt. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajux. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>